Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Teacher Recharge. It's a Monday. Be happy. You're alive. Let's get it going. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Teacher Recharge Podcast. Happy Monday. I hope your day is off to a wonderful start. As mentioned last week, we will begin with the rest of the interview with John Williams, his story time, and then a little bit more life talk there. It should be only about six, seven minutes there. And then after that, I'll finish off the episode with a story of my own that I'd love to pass on to you. Of course, John Williams, the founder, the chief, and the CEO of lifethatcounts.org, a program that focuses on peer-to-peer mentoring and increasing community within a school. If you did not check out last week's episode, go ahead, go back, listen to episode four. It was fan-flipping-tastic. You will love it. You will also love his story here, and then hopefully I can give a little bit of a a funny story from my time in school that has just stuck with me. So without further ado, it's Teacher Recharge, Episode 5. Hit it up. Enjoy. And we are back in the studio with, well, kind of in the studio, man kind of weird. I I like to say in the studio, but once again, across the nation from each other, but still in the, in the studio in our hearts with John Williams, the founder and president of lifethatcounts.org. And it is time for story time. John, you have the floor. What is a story that's either comedic? It could be heart-wrenching. It could be motivational. It could be sad. Whatever you want. What is a story? Let's hear it. Off you go. So I'm in Florida this year, and it's late March. And I'm at a school speaking for their mental health week. And instead of just speaking and doing the typical school assembly, I'm Q&A in the audience. Okay, what kind of things are you facing here? Like, what's life like at your school? And I'm just listening to them. And then it becomes where I do kind of get on a roll into some things and just talking and talking about my life growing up, talking about some of the things that I've had to overcome, uh, some things along the way and stuff. And the whole time I'm in that, there's this young man in the front row just tracking with me like laser, laser beam. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, the kid had presence, man. Like he, he had a lot of presence about him. He was a big, kind of strong, kind of good frame. You know, he could stand up for himself, kind of a guy and uh, stand up and be counted for kind of a thing. And then near the end, I start, I start just facilitating this organic conversation. Now there's like, there's a lot of kids in the room at this point. Mm-hmm. And, um, I start or facilitating this organic conversation. And at the tail end, I'm like, man, I know you've got something to say. And he nodded at me like, yeah, I do, actually. Mm -hmm. And I give him the mic and he's hesitant about it. And I said, come on, man. I said, before they believe in you, you're going to have to believe in you. And I said, "Okay, what's the what's the solution? What's the solution to what we're hearing right now? 
And this young man, and you can see the video. You can see the video on our media page. It's, it's uh, lifethatcounts.org forward slash media, I think. You can see it. It's right near the top. This young man, he goes into this thing, and it's like the more he spoke, the more confidence he had. Mm-hmm. And then he tar- And then he starts talking about how it's his culture, how he's the solution, how he's the change. And how they get to create. He basically said that so often, oftentimes, people don't live up to their own expectations because they're afraid of their own success. They're afraid Mm -hmm. of what success they could actually have. Mm -hmm. And as I was listening to this guy talk, I was like, dude, like it was it was just, you know, I say if you watch it, I say in the video, it's like a proud papa moment, man. Because it's like, you know, we we speak to students all the time and it's kind of like we're hoping, okay, is this stuff getting through? Is it getting through? Is it getting through? And what I found in that moment, it's kind of like the essence of who I am was able Mm -hmm. was able to connect with the essence of the heartbeat of that school. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like we wanted the same thing. And that young man stood up at the end and basically said, let's go get it. And for me, that was one of that was hands down one of the most powerful moments of the 2017, 18 speaking calendar for me. Yeah, definitely. I've I've told people and actually one of my biggest questions that I ask, you know, my high school boys that I coach and and uh, my coworkers and, and just to get to know people in general, like. Uh, one of the biggest questions I ask them is if you got a tattoo, what would it say? Cause like it's with you for the rest of your life. So I always say like mine, the thing I would get would be a bit cliche. It, it is a bit cliche, but cliches are just things that have been said so much because they're true, you know, that they've become cliche. And mine is I would get something over my heart, which is why I would never get it because apparently that hurts really bad, but I would get, actions over words like almost like etched in like a like a caveman did it and the reason being because like we could talk about all this all the time but until we actually step out and and try and do something until we actually step out and have our actions match what we've been talking about it doesn't matter it's like we didn't do this and that's just so cool that that you had kind of that moment where yeah, you've been talking for a while and you don't, you never know like how much you're connecting. You really hope you're connecting really well. And usually it's, you know, you'll have a few that you're not really getting to, but hopefully you're getting more than half of the room super connected and stuff. And then someone stands up and says something like that and you can just feel it in the room. It's like, oh, we, we're doing this today. It's not a me. It's not a me. What am I doing? It's what are we doing now? Like, we can do this to, to have a, a person stand up and say, yo, let's go make our actions match our words. Basically like that's huge to me. Like that is, that's the goal. That's why you go in. That's why you talk. That's why you set up these relationships and stuff because you want everybody to have that, that experience of, of having their actions match those words, not just conversing about, Oh, these are the problems. These are the problems, but like saying, okay, these are the problems, but here are the solutions. So let's do it. Man, I love that. But uh, hey, if people want to want to get in touch with you, maybe even talk about uh, bringing you to a school or something, uh, where should they go? 
Yeah, Fred, we have everything online at lifethatcounts.org. So life, L-I-F-E, that, T-H-A-T, counts, C-O-U-N-T-S dot O-R-G, lifethatcounts.org. Okay. And there they can get in contact with you. They can look at, I'm, I'm on it right now. So they can read your about page. They can go to your media page, see that video that you mentioned, all that good stuff. It's all right there. See some testimonials, see all of that good stuff. It's a really nice website too. I think the first time I met you, you had just, uh, you had just kind of launched this site and it is just, Whew, it's nice. Thank you so much, John, for coming today and for joining me. You really had, I mean, this was, this, like I said, this was fantastic. I appreciate it. I told him it was pretty much the easiest interview I've ever had to do because he's a man of, of many words of wisdom. I love it. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk soon for sure. Thanks, Fred. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audible.com slash teacher recharge. Now for you, the listeners of the teacher recharge podcast, Audible is offering that free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. When I have a guest on the show, I always ask for a book recommendation. John, what is a book that you would recommend to all of our listeners out there? The memoirs of Phil Knight. It's this, it's the name of the book is shoe dog. Phil Knight is, uh, it's his memoirs. I'll tell you, man, hands down, probably the best book I've ever read in my life, period. Oh my goodness. That is a huge endorsement there. All right. To download that book for free or any of their over 180,000 other titles that you can choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge for your free audiobook and free 30-day trial. And we're back. And we are going to have round two of story time. Today's guest is not really a guest. It's me. I can explain, mom. Listen. Look, the reason why this is happening is because, like, I had a little less recording of the last interview than I originally thought. And so I was like, oh, I have to fill in five to ten minutes. I didn't really want to get a full another guest because that's not really highlighting that guest enough, in my opinion. So I just said, you know what? I, I have some good stories. I'll share one and then I'll introduce the guest for next week and we'll go about it that way. So without further ado, here is my story for this week. I hope it makes your week. So when I coach, I have one speech in particular that is actually in my back pocket that isn't just freestyle. I usually try and freestyle my my halftime talks based on what's happening and we talk about tactics or, or techniques that we might need to look forward to using during the rest of the game. But there is one speech that I keep in my back pocket I have given to every single team that I have coached so far that is over the age of 10 years old. And I call it my two to zero speech. This is what it is. And by the way, just to preface this, I received this speech when I was, I think uh, when I was 13 years old, I was playing for the state team. I received this speech. So this is how it goes. I, I go up to my boys or my girls and I say, look, we're up two zero, which means we've done some good things. 
right? We've done good things. We're up. And that's the point of soccer is to, to get goals and, and to be in the lead. But here's the thing that scares me. We have a two to zero lead currently. And in my opinion, that's the worst lead to have in the sport of soccer. Because if the other team scores one goal, it's in the balance again. It's a very close game at that point. But if we score the next goal, we can control it. So then I use this analogy. I say, I looked at my boys and I actually gave this yesterday, which was a Saturday game. I said, look, we have our foot on their neck right now. We have our foot on their neck and they can kind of breathe. They're like, okay, okay, like I can breathe, but but this isn't comfortable. So they're uncomfortable, but we're up 2-0. Here's what we have to do. We have to go in in the first 10 minutes of this half and we need to score a goal make a 3-0 because right now we have our foot pressed up against their neck and they're able to breathe but now we need to take our sword out of our back pocket and slit their throat (laughs) now i want to remind you (laughs) that that speech was given to me when i was 13 years old and it is. It's a bit gruesome and it's crazy. But I I will be honest. I have never given up a 2-0 lead in an entire year and a half of coaching. And I've had a lot of 2-0 leads. I've never given one up. <laughs> and that's something that it's an analogy that is so harsh and so crazy that it really gets my players' attention. They think it's funny, so they're engaged. But they also are like, whoa, is that even like appropriate? <laughs> like, is that even cool to say? I don't know. So now they're thinking, oh man, well, well, that's funny, but that is kind of true. We do need to go in and, and get that goal so we can control the game and, and cut this game off and, and really get the other team out of it. Obviously, I don't want them to go and pull a shank out of their sock and stab the other team. That's, uh, I mean, that is implied, right? So don't freak out. I don't want a bunch of emails saying like, oh, you told your kids to stab people. Like, no, that's not, that's not how that is. They know that. But I just think it's funny because when I was given that speech, I think we were playing Oklahoma and my coach came over and he, he said that and all of us were just like, what? Like it was, it just caught us so much by surprise, but I'll be danged if it didn't leave an impact, right? I'm still using it and I'm 24 years old. So that's 11 years later. I'm still using that. And that's really the only speech that I have that is like predetermined. That's already like been quote unquote practiced. So I don't know. It's just kind of funny, but that also kind of brings up the point that, you know, whenever you can make something relatable or whenever you can engage your students through a fun little analogy or anything like that. Like, why not? Why not? And I'm not saying all of them have to be gruesome or anything like that. I'm not saying go in and add to the violence with within our system or whatever. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to say that. But if you can get their attention and you can work with that, then I think it I, I say why not because it engages them and they're having a great time. They obviously know you're not serious about going in and killing people or whatever you're going to talk about. So if you can make it a little bit relatable and you can make an analogy that really kind of is a pa- acts as a pattern interrupt. So they're thinking about this game and it, it's all about soccer, all about soccer. And then all of a sudden a sword is in the mix. Oh, snap. <sighs> kind of checks them back in. So that's what I found. I don't know. I think it's a funny story. I I do use it from time to time, so I think it's even funnier because I did just use it yesterday. You might think I'm a weirdo. Whatever. So next week on the podcast, we will have my madre, my mother. Her name is Kelly Cap. 
She is a special ed teacher in a contained classroom at Bowie Middle School in Odessa, Texas. So she'll be giving us her perspective on on that, on the school system, on life in general, being a teacher, and we'll be giving strategies and, and different ways to make your week amazing. If you have a teacher in mind that would be great for our podcast, you can go ahead and email me at teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your suggestions, your tips, your strategies that you're using. Or if, like I said, if you have a teacher that you would love to hear or topics you'd like to see discussed, please let me know. John Williams can be found at his website, lifethatcounts.org. You can do all your booking through there. If you'd like to bring him to your school, you can check out his program. You can check out his media page, like he mentioned in his story. See that video. Kind of cool to put the story in an actual video. It's really cool that he has that. So I would advise you to go check that out. Let me know what you think. So with that said, hope you have a wonderful week. Until next week, go make this week amazing. I really appreciate you listening. Build those relationships, make it relatable, and make a Difference. Peace out, bruh.